Welcome to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen. Always thrilled and excited to be here with you. Here we are. We've been rolling down the months. We're at the end of the summer. For all of you who don't know, I am a July baby. So I literally take both the months of the summer, July and August, as part of my self-location, unapologetically. I know August is not my birthday month, but it doesn't matter. I love to take it anyway. And wow, I am away playing and you guys get to hear this awesome, amazing episode. You have the opportunity to up-level in your business the same way I have because you will take advantage of all the smarter people in the room. Don't worry. She's smarter than me too. I don't have any problems with saying that whatsoever because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you in areas that maybe aren't necessarily your strong suit. So I would like to welcome you this afternoon, evening, or morning, depending on what part of the globe you are hailing from and you're hearing this in, I would like to welcome Jessica BargainQuest. She is the founder of Lady Changemakers, an all-inclusive e-commerce platform for women-owned businesses. She is known as a catalyst for change and focused on elevating women and evening the platform. So although a few of you brave men are listening to this episode, we are not discounting you. We want you to make sure that you've reviewed this episode and share it with a woman in your ecosystem who wants to be up-leveled as well. Jessica, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Oh, what an introduction. Thank you so much. I think that's my favorite introduction ever. I am so <laughs> excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You know, I'm already excited by your energy on all the <laughs> levels. And I wasn't joking. When it comes to e-commerce stuff, that is not my forte. Tech gremlins do not love me. So sometimes when it comes to that back office, back in thing of just making sure your systems flow, we have to do our due diligence over here at Big Pro and hand it off to the experts like you to make sure that we get seen in the right places. Because I saw in my professional stalking that you are very focused on making sure that women absolutely can grow their businesses by first being known that they have businesses in the first place. I would love for you to share a little bit about what you're doing and why you decided it in the first place. Yeah, my entire background is marketing and advertising for the past 15 plus years. And what I've really noticed, especially with women-owned businesses, is that most of us are bootstrapping our businesses. So a lot of us don't have budgets to pay for Facebook advertising, which is continuously just getting more and more expensive for small businesses. Um, So with my background in marketing, I really focus on organic reach and growth. And how we can accomplish that is through SEO, search engine optimization. So I found out that a lot of women were scared of this word. I know it sounds weird, but all it is is creating content. So I've really been trying to educate my audience on how we can create content just based off of words that people are searching for. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can really be seen. And that's what our platform, Lady Changemakers, is focused on is creating that organic Uh, reach for our vendors in our platform and for the vendors in our directory. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And you said something that I think women are not just women, humans are also scared of. You said the word organic, which not everyone understands what that means, even when they're entrepreneurs and in business, because you know, people talk 
You can do this organically. You'll get 5,000 leads in 10 minutes organically, like not really explaining what organic means. Mm -hmm. And I know enough about SEO to understand it, but I would love for you to just break that down. Like when you say organic for the e-commerce platform, which is so awesome and super cute, love the colors (laughs) that you have at Lady Changemakers. What does it mean for your company when you say organic? Mm -hmm. And thank you so much for that because we put a lot of effort into making the platform look beautiful because Mm -hmm. that aesthetically pleasing was really important for Mm -hmm. our consumer base. Um, But all organic really is in the realm of SEO is what are people searching for in Google? Mm -hmm. So what are they searching for in Google searches to find your business? And we can use a lot of free tools that Google has to uh, find those terms that people are searching for. So it's really a few words that are stringed together. I just did um, I've got a bunch of reels on my Instagram that kind of go over in detail. Um, but nice. long tail keywords are really big, which is just a few words strung together mm-hmm. um, in a phrase that people are searching for in Google. So if you are a perfume business, you don't want to create content just around the word perfume. You want to create content around clean scented floral perfume. And using Mm -hmm. finding out if that's what people are searching for. If it is, you want to create content around that string of words. And it's as simple as that. Um, I mean, SEO can get extremely complicated, as we all know. But if you just start with the really simple steps of just creating content, and by that, I mean your pages on your website and your blogs. So a lot of people aren't really focusing on blogs as much anymore, but they're still really important because that's how Google sends traffic to your website for the most part. Yeah, no, you you brought up a, quite a few good points. Like when you know to write the way people are searching, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not necessarily looking at, I don't know, work-life balance. They're probably looking, how do I create work-life balance or how mm-hmm. do I find work-life balance or both of those terms? That would be another example of the long-tailed trying to say that correctly, Mm long-tailed keywords, say that five times fast, um, (laughs) to make sure. And this brings me to a non-business related point in the direct sense, but it is indirectly related. What you're teaching people for the members that are part of your e-commerce platform, and of course, through things like the Reels and the other free trainings, masterclasses, webinars, and things that your company offers, you're helping them be more honest and more authentic and not get lost in posturing or curating content to look a certain way when you really want them to talk to their direct client or consumer in the most transparent way possible where the people or your humans can hear mm-hmm. them and how they're speaking. So when you're talking about organic SEO and stringing words together in the way that people are searching and it makes sense, you're also telling them to be a human and mm-hmm. not try to talk to bots because that's not, people are smart. Like mm-hmm. there's so much information out there. So they're not going to necessarily plug in the string of words that you made up because it was a cool concept. They're going to plug in what they're looking for and what they need. The same as when you step into a room and I've read a lot of articles about you and they were very well written and detailed questions about who you are as a human. I felt like I was at the kitchen table with you, listening to a conversation, not with someone who was so aware of the camera, you know, and trying to curate the topic, but just being honest and human and empowered in your femininity to say, you know, my name is Jessica. This is what I do. This is why I did it. I wasn't perfect at it. I had some mistakes in the past and here I am. And you didn't use words like just, which dismiss the grind 
that you went through. You didn't say, I just arrived at this. You were like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I've gone through some things and here are the list of things. I would love for you to share just a little bit about your journey with creating work life and love balance for you, your way. You know, I think it's so important to be sharing your journey because I didn't see a lot of business owners that thought like I did. And I found it such a struggle to really get my business going because I didn't connect with anyone with how I wanted to run my business and how my brain works. So most recently, just literally a few months ago, I received a late diagnosis of Asperger's and ADHD, which adds this whole nother layer um, of how my brain works and how I connect with people. So yeah. when you were just saying that, I actually just made this connection of why I connect so well with SEO and creating that content because it's straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's straightforward. It gets to the point. I'm very much am not a fluffer. I don't go on and on about putting these like little fancy words into things that I think people will connect with. I'm just one of those people that's going to cut straight to the point, give you the information. And Mm -hmm. my entire goal is to make sure that we are just all seen and we can do that easily by using these keyword researches. Um, And then you were asking me about my journey, but my journey is very complicated and nuanced and where do you want me to start? <laughs> Ooh, I love complicated and nuanced. Um, and I love the fact that you are accepting and embracing your neural divergence as well. Um, as a grandmother. Well, a lot of people don't know that term. Oh, so yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I have two grandbabies, three and four that are both um, diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, uh, which is a whole nother complicated layer of things that mm-hmm. I share throughout the journey for other episodes of the BBP and being a licensed clinical social worker and trauma specialist, I'm super familiar with it as well. And a lot of people have so much shame around it. So to see your face light up when you're like, listen, this is my diagnosis and you guys can't see her because we're not recording video, but her face literally lit up with acceptance is the best way that I can team that. And that's not something that we see a lot. People whisper their diagnosis Mm -hmm. and whisper the fact that they have this. And the reality is your brain is brilliant and beautiful and you have such a different perspective of how you Mm -hmm. see the world. So I just wanted to honor you for sharing that. Yeah. A lot of my journey was with, especially in personal development, was me saying to people, this just doesn't work for me. I don't understand what you're saying because it's not working or a lot of mindset work is hard for me because my mind doesn't think like that. So when people say everything happens for a reason, no, it happens for a reason. In my head, it happens for a reason. And I have to find that reason before I can accept something, Yeah, and which is really difficult. Um, but when I received that diagnosis, it was so much freedom because I knew I was thinking differently. I was telling people I was thinking differently and my brain works differently, but no one else could see that. Mm-hmm. I was, have always just been told, you're normal. You're normal. I was like, I'm not normal. It could be inside my brain. Things are crazy up in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So having that diagnosis was actually very freeing for me. But at um, the same time, reeling a little bit because I now have this diagnosis. I understand it. It makes sense. But now I don't know what to do with it. So I'm on that journey now of figuring out what works best for me now because I tried all these other things with masterminds and Mm -hmm. coaching and all of the therapists and just the what works for normal people doesn't work for me. So now I'm trying to find that new avenue of something that excites me, gets me motivated, 
Um, you go through this whole process once you receive this diagnosis called unmasking. Mm -hmm. So I presented myself in a way um, to make other people feel normal around me. And so now I get to unmask, which is my journey currently and finding who I am all over again, which I thought I found out who I was last year when I gained all this confidence and stood on a stage in front of 350 people giving mm -hmm. a five minute speech, which I would have never thought in a million years I could do. Um, and I thought I had found myself, myself then. And then I received this diagnosis and I'm finding myself all over again. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm smiling so hard <laughs> because earlier, before we started recording, you were talking, you, you were sharing like, listen, I'm a new person every month, right? <laughs> because you're evolving <laughs> and you're stepping into new layers of yourself that you didn't even know existed, probably because it was masked with so much chaos and confusion from the other parts of your past where people were trying to make you normal. And I stand and live by normal is not necessary unless that is your goal to be normal. Embrace your wear and all your particularities. Words, I make up words all the time. I don't think that's a real word, but we're mm -hmm. going to go with it. But, you know, being able to grace and embrace that at another level makes you the special spice that I want to reach for in the cabinet when I'm doing something different. And I don't want to play with my normal stapled ingredients. I want to jazz it up. I want to spice it up. I want to reach for the Jessica in my cabinet when I'm making something incredible that stretches me. So you are that person that's going to step into someone's light and help to stretch them. So I, I really welcome you walking into this unmasking because it looks good on you already. Oh, thank you. And I, I am not scared to share my journey as I keep finding things about myself. Yeah. And I find the more honest I am with my audience, the more I'm received. Mm -hmm. So when I first started popping up on social media for Lady Changemakers, I thought I had to present myself in a certain way. I thought I had to be you know, makeup all done, got to be all put together. You have to present yourself in this certain way. Um, but when I just started sharing, like, hey, nobody is saying how hard this is. Like, I'm just going to be out here. Listen, this, this is really hard. I'm not making any money at the beginning of this. Everyone right. thinks I'm really successful because I had a few thousand followers. No. Mm -hmm. um, let me just break this down for you and how hard this entrepreneurship journey can actually really be. And when I started doing that, a lot of people could relate and feel the struggle and then I just feel like it creates more of a community feel when we can be honest with each other. Yeah, you're literally normalizing the non-normal, right? Like the <laughs> fact that there are so many out there, so many of us, and I include myself in that, where things that are packaged really nicely and compactly, compactly so that it's more palatable to the masses are usually not my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm usually looking for things with edge and with just a weird spot of color over on the side. It doesn't make sense, but you're like, you know what? That imperfectness is exactly what I'm attracted to because I'm not looking to fix anything either. I'm looking for something that's just beautifully flawed in its own way. And that's another thing that I loved about your website. Not that there's anything flowing, but it wasn't this, you know, super manicured website, like I could go and look at the emoticons, which you really did a great job of having to like, this is events and these are the retailers and this is, you know, product based, this is service based and so mm -hmm. on and so forth that you break it down in a really organized way, which my brain mm -hmm. appreciates. Um, but also you did it in a way that it wasn't everything is peak and gold, which we see mm -hmm. with a lot of women's website. You were like, no, we clearly like pink. That's enough of it. But we also have these other pieces of us to complement the other women that you're bringing in 
specifically for your goal as a catalyst for change to up level, up level them and help them to stand out. So they didn't just flow together in mm-hmm. the background. Yeah. Our branding, there was so much that went into our branding. <laughs> yeah. like the colors are a juxtaposition between blue and pink. So mm-hmm. it's the male and ma- I'm always playing on ma- masculine and feminine because we all have both sides. That's right. Um, the triangles that you can, you can see, um, mm-hmm. I have it in a lot of my social posts too, but an up and down triangle represents masculine and femininity there as well. So yeah. everything we do is just to show the strength of a woman. And we use gold to show that we can create that wealth for ourselves. That's right. Um, so all of our colors mean something. All of everything that we use in our branding has some kind of meaning to it. Yeah, you're intentional, which is one mm-hmm. of my favorite words. Um, second to boundaries and no. So there's mm-hmm. that. <laughs> now you were saying your your background, your journey was super complex and creative and um, layered. So I'm going to zone in and narrow in to you have this e-commerce site, Lady Changemakers, where it's not just about you, which I know was very important for you to not have a a personal brand that was just all about Jessica. It was what is Jessica doing for other people? So you really kind of have to look to find you on your website. It's everything is really about the people that you're serving and that you're trying to literally mm-hmm. level up. I know I said that 10 times already, but that's, that's what she does, guys. I can't <laughs> apologize for that. <laughs> so the fact that you're doing it was really helpful. And I saw that in your journey when you were, you know, being interviewed in one of the many media um, interviews that were on your website, you were sharing like, listen, I had to do my personal development work first to really make that impactful change in my life. So I'm in your business. So I'm curious Did it also make an impactful change in the way that you saw yourself as an individual female who's sexy and vivacious? And did that spill over into your love life for that Mm -hmm. love balance part of it? Or did you feel like it was just, no, it was all just spilling over into me and filling myself up with love? Um, All right. Where do we start? (laughs) So I grew up, um, so not... I'm 36 now Mm -hmm. and only found out this year that I have this neurodivergency. Um, So I grew up pretty unemotional. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my older brother at a very young age. I was eight. He was nine when he passed away. Um, And when that happened, our entire family dynamic changed. So I learned to just cut myself off from emotions um, because being non-emotional helped my mom Mm -hmm. heal. Mm-hmm. So I just learned to be the good kid. I learned to stay quiet and out of the way and be as helpful as possible. So that just kind of rolled over into my adult life as well. Yeah. Um, and growing up, I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. I saw myself as a CEO of a company by the time I was 30. That's what I had written down. Um, I did actually achieve that, but that company completely failed. And that was an interesting experience. But in that failed company, I had met a life coach. Mm-hmm. And that life coach, we did, um, we traded services. So yeah. I couldn't afford her services. She couldn't afford our marketing services. So we did a trade. Yeah. Um, and that was my first introduction into any kind of personal development. I didn't even know what the word abundance meant. So I had to, I started at square zero when it came to that. And she told me, you have no empathy. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and now that's like all consuming of me. I have so much empathy now. Right. But I had to learn what 
empathy was, how I could better myself. Um, that was the really the first step in my journey of personal development. And I remember working with her for a while. And then I went to my partner. Um, we've been together for over 10 years now. Um, and I told him, I don't know how you've been with me. Like, I, I'm not a nice person to be around. I'm miserable. I was mm-hmm. came from a job that I experienced a ton of misogyny um, and inequalities in the workplace that a lot of women face yep. um, and had a lot of anger from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started this business with another partner, um, I started to get that spark of wanting to help women own businesses because I felt so much injustice as a woman in the workplace mm-hmm. that I wanted to help women succeed in some way. Um, our marketing agency didn't end up working out. I had no business being in business at that time because I had done no work. Um, so I was a super introverted, couldn't talk to anybody. And we were in networking groups where we had to talk to people. And I didn't know what to say to people because no one taught me how to actually have conversations with yeah. other people. Didn't learn that in business school, which is interesting because... Mm-hmm. Um, Literally, business is all about connecting with other people. And I thought all I had to do was show people I could work really hard, give them results, and that's all that would matter. And that is like maybe priority number three for people. Exactly. Most people just want to connect. If they know, like, and trust you, we always hear that. They'll do business with you. And I didn't believe that Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm Midwestern values. Hard work will pay off. And it does not. (laughs) Right, right. So I learned that really quickly. Um, but when I worked with the life coach, it totally spilled into my personal life. Um, I really worked on my relationships, um, really had to work on myself and learn self-love for myself as well. Um, and really battle with things that I just pushed to the wayside for 30 years. Um, I never dealt with my brother's death. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I had to work through all of that and go through that pain all over again at the age of 30, which is pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But after I started working on myself, my relationships in all aspects, so my personal relationship, my friendship relationships, and even my family relationships got better from there. Um, But that was really the catalyst into, okay, I want to help women. How do I do that? This business isn't working. We closed our doors after, I think, a year and a half of being in business together. I went back into the corporate world. um, And then just this nagging feeling of wanting to help women and not knowing how to do it just kept nagging at me. Yeah. So I found myself on Instagram all the time as we always do scrolling. Um, and I was saving all the women-owned businesses that I wanted to support into those little like bookmarks I can do on Instagram and would just keep saving them. And then I'd be going out and totally forget that they were in my Instagram. It's not where people first go to like support a business. So there had to be an easier way, which is why I created Lady Changemakers was honestly for myself. I wanted to find them all in one spot so I could easily go support them and then found out, hey, this is what other people want too. Um, And then that just kind of sent me on this journey where I joined a mastermind for the first time. I kept putting myself in rooms that I knew I didn't belong in. Come on. And I said that because... I didn't have anything going really with Lady Changemakers. I started to create this directory, which is how we started, was just this Mm -hmm. tiny little directory. And I only had like 50 businesses in it. And I kept seeing this mastermind pop up and I wanted to be a part of it. But one, I couldn't afford it. Two, my business just started. I wasn't making anything yet. Um, So how was I going to get anything from this? And all these people are way uh, 10 steps above me. But I just had this feeling that I needed to join it. 
And it ended up being one of the biggest personal growth spurts that I have ever had. Um, I had this picture. It was on my old Instagram that got deleted by Instagram. Thank you, Instagram. But Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> right. um, but I was showing a picture of when I first started this mastermind and then I had joined again for the second year. And then I like a before and after. Mm -hmm. And just you could see, I didn't know you could see confidence in people from an image, but you could just see a huge difference in how I presented myself, even in a picture that I didn't even know was happening. So it was really cool to see how much I could change in the course of a year. And that confidence has really helped my business in so many ways um, and my personal life as well. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I'm looking at you. Of course, I'm reading your body in all the ways, right? You know, I've already classified you like five different ways. <laughs> and you are exuding confidence. Like you're, you're very comfortable in your skin and your full presence is palpable. Like I'm receiving every inch of what you're saying, literally. Thank you. Oh, and I, I have to say that confidence doesn't mean that I'm not nervous either. I tell everybody oh, I have to do um, a speaking event with 300 plus people. And it was the most nerve wracking thing I have ever done. But I knew I was this new person and that I could do it. Um, and I had a, I rehearsed the speech maybe 500 times. And then I got up on stage and totally forgot it and just had that like, what was that old school moment where Will Ferrell blacks out on the stage. That, that was me. And I swore a bunch of times and I have but people clapped. I must have said something great. I rewatched it. and I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I didn't know that came out of my mouth. I don't recall that at all. Um, but sweatpads are the best investment for an introvert. So you can get them on Amazon in bulk. <laughs> Even on podcasts. Like, I'm totally comfortable right now, but I'm still nervous and sweaty. <laughs> mm -hmm. Don't worry. I am too. I feel like the best, the best things in your life, you typically are excited. For. Mm -hmm. And your body has the same reaction systematically when you're nervous and you're, when you're excited. So you're just excited. I'm excited to be with you too. I'm excited to hear you speak. And one of those rooms I'm going to be in too, to be like, yes, go ahead, praise Jessica. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you, when you are not out here up-leveling other women, giving their voice a amplifier so they can be heard in their businesses with respect to how you're sharing their businesses with effective SEO through the Lady Changemakers e-commerce site and all the other ways that you're doing it. How are you giving yourself permission to pause? So this is something I thought I mastered last year because I burnt myself out so badly in 2020. I was going so hard trying to build up the directory that we had. And I was trying to launch... Kept, people kept telling me, you have to have multiple streams of revenue. Well, it's terrible advice when you're trying to just get one <laughs> to work. That part. Mm -hmm. um, so that obviously failed. And I burnt myself out so bad at the end of 2020. I was like, I'm never going to do this again. And I'm going to recognize those signs when they start to happen. Um, well, with Asperger's, you there's something called autistic burnout. And it is intense. Mm -hmm. So I saw the signs happening again. And I was trying to reel myself back. And I just, I think if it was normal burnout, I would have, it would have stopped in time, but I just didn't catch it in time again. So I saw it happening. I had to keep pushing just a little bit more to get my new version of our platform launched. Yeah. Um, 
And I went through such an intense burnout at the beginning of this year that I have never experienced before. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about pausing, that's the journey I'm on right now, which is really exciting is finding out as an autistic person, how do we catch those signs early enough so that we can lay back. But when I do pause, I'm a Bravo fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Bravo. We like Bravo here too. (laughs) So I I really like to watch My Housewives and Mm -hmm. basically anything that's on Bravo. That's how I kind of chill out because my brain goes a mile a minute. There are Mm -hmm. so many ideas on here that the only way to stop my brain is to put on a TV, um, just to put on the TV and watch something so I can zone out for a little bit. Um, and then, which is really interesting. I've learned basically everything about life on TikTok these days. So, um, I found someone, I, I found a neuro spicy coach on TikTok and she was talking about how TV is actually really beneficial for people mm-hmm. who, with neurodivergency, especially with manifesting, which is yeah. really cool. So that's just something I recently learned that I'm really excited for because it validates the fact that I knew that TV was helping me. But yeah. everything I've learned from social media is that TV is terrible. And it is ruining society. For people like me, it is not, and it's very beneficial. Yeah, it gives your it gives your brain literally an opportunity to rest because mm-hmm. of all the activity that's going on. Because it's so beautiful and brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. And it, everyone needs beauty sleep, including our brains. So mm-hmm. watching TV allows your brain to get some beauty sleep. Mm-hmm. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, how can people connect with you and find more about what you're doing, uh, whether they are a woman or they have a woman in their ecosystem that they really want to direct towards you? Yep. We all do. All the brave men should definitely still go to ladychangemakers.com because there is a gift for your lady in your life that's yes. on our platform. So, make sure to head over there and shop. Um, I'm most um, present on Instagram and TikTok. So, you can mm-hmm. find us at ladychangemakers. Um, we're on all the socials though. So feel free to reach out to me wherever you are at. Um, and yeah, if you, I love talking to people through the DMS on Instagram, I'm an introvert. So the more we can just text each other back and forth, the better for me. Um, but I'm, I'm an open book. If you have questions on my journey, where you're at in your journey, I love to just kind of tell you where I've been in my experiences, but just know that my experience isn't your experience. So you can take what I say for what it's worth. If it doesn't work for you, leave it at that. Yeah. No, I really appreciate your honesty in saying that because the reality is we all have our own journeys to grow through and it really helps to listen to someone that can pour into you and hopefully help you avoid a few mistakes along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Jessica, for your time and all of your honest vulnerability. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. This was I knew this was going to be fun, and it was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> well, Balance Bowley listeners, I told you this was going to be fantastic. We are absolutely holding ourselves to our word of bringing you the top of the top, the best of the best, and people who are smarter than me. I wasn't joking when I started with that um, for so many reasons. Okay. She qualifies. And I want you to continue to do what you do best. Honor Jessica, honor me by making sure you review this episode and you share it with someone in your ecosystem that can benefit from these valuable tools that they're getting from the Balanced Bully Podcast. Until next time, I want you to do what I want you to do every single week. Enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.